Hey, Becca, what's the best platform to sell an online course with? The only answer is Kajabi. It's an all-in-one platform where you can host your course or your membership and your blog and your website and a podcast and your email all in one. And even better, you can get a free 30-day trial of Kajabi to see why we love it so much. See the links below or head to teachwellonline.com slash Kajabi to get a 30-day free trial. And you can play around with your course, with your membership, and see all the tools it has to offer to grow your business. If you want to teach well online and make income in this space, today's episode is step one to making this a possibility. Hey, welcome to the Teach Well Online podcast where we help you teach well so you will sell more. We're currently in a series where we are helping you teach well from A to Z. We're taking a different letter, a different topic each week. And this week, the letter C is to teach consistently. When it comes to teaching well online, consistency is the key. When you show up and you teach consistently, it will lead to better sales, better metrics, and better teaching. And today we're going to break down what consistent teaching looks like and how this can help you in your business. Realistically, this episode is for people who are wanting to make income in the online space. Because guess what? You cannot make income online without teaching consistently. And our goal is to help you show up week after week, day after day, and teach well online. But before we get into the meat of today's episode, we have a free download for you that will help you tie all of these episodes together. Because as we go through this entire 26-week series, our goal is to equip you with how to teach well online. Now, this cheat sheet is actually available right now for you. And what we're doing is breaking down each letter and giving you the key takeaways and the action steps so that wherever you're listening, if you're doing the dishes or you're driving or you're being a chauffeur to your kids, or maybe you have it on in the background while you're working, no need to take notes, download this cheat sheet and it will give you everything boiled down into the key takeaways and action steps. Head to teachwellonline.com slash A to Z or click the link below in the show notes to grab the podcast cheat sheet. So as Becca just said, if you are looking to enter the online space with your teaching, whether you want to teach an online course, maybe you want to start a podcast, maybe you want to get into some group coaching, do some webinars, whatever it is, and you want to teach online and you want to teach online well, which is what we're here for. One of the best pieces of advice we can give you starting out is to teach consistently. Why? Well, number one, when you teach consistently, you will become a better teacher. Simply put, the more you do something, the better you get. And that applies to teaching as well. The more that you teach, the better you're going to become. And so a couple tips that we have for you on this. First of all, just start teaching. Just start. You have to get your voice out there. You have to get your message out there. You will never become good at something if you don't even begin. One of our daughters right now, she is learning, she wants to learn and learning to roller skate. But just because we have a pair of roller skates in the garage does not mean that she knows how to do this. Just because you have the idea and maybe you have the concept for a course or for a podcast or for a YouTube channel, but you haven't actually put the microphone in front of your face or you haven't flicked the camera on doesn't mean that you actually are going to do this well. You have to put those roller skates on. You got to turn that mic on, turn that camera on and get started. So of course, even to become consistent, you just need to begin. So 
dig a little bit into what's holding you back from that. Maybe is it the fear that, well, someone else is doing this better than me? Maybe is it the concept that you think, I don't have a whole lot to say on the topic, but inside of you, you have a burning desire to maybe make a life change or to make money online and maybe to start a side hustle, whatever that is for you. The first step to become better at your skill or at your service to teach it online is to just start it. I remember I had a mentor that told me many years ago when I had just started teaching, he said, look, nobody ever looks back at the first three years of anything that they do, whether that's a career, the first three years of teaching, the first three years of entering into something new. Nobody ever goes back and looks at those first three years and says, yeah, I want to relive that. I, 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 those are the golden years. Those are the <laughs> right. glory years, right? Nobody looks back at that and says, yes. So those are the embarrassing years when you're getting started. Well, and they're embarrassing because those are the formative years. That's yes. what's forming you. And yeah, you might work harder than ever. You might look back at those first few years or months of doing anything and go, wow, I, I gave it my all. I worked harder than I ever did. But you're, you're in the formation period. You're learning. You're growing from that. And so be willing to embrace that time. Because it's during that formation time, not only will you become a better teacher at what you're saying, you will find your voice. You will find the way that you want to say things. You'll find your key phrases. You'll find what makes you you. I used to be, and I need to get back into this practice, but I used to be a really intensive journaler. I would journal practically every day about the day, things that I had learned. And I'm so glad that I especially did this, as Chad was saying, in those, in my first year of teaching, really. I was really good at that. Um, My dad told me like, hey, you're going to want to write this down. And I'm glad that I did because I recently found one of my journals and I was telling Chad, like, I was so embarrassed reading this because I was, how old was I? I would have been like 21, 22. And I had just started my first year of teaching. Um, I was also a newlywed and I had all my college education, but nothing prepared me for actually starting my job. And in my journal, I was writing about how I was confused on what type of teacher I wanted to be. Because in my cohort, I only taught science and social studies. So there was the math teacher and the reading teacher. The math teacher was overly popular. Everyone loved her, but she was very strict. She was, but she was also very fun. Like she had her own twist where she was very, hard. She was very strict, but because of that, the students loved her. Then I had the reading teacher who was the yeller and she was the one that kids were afraid of. They didn't love going to her class. And that's like who she was. I was struggling to find my voice. I didn't want to be the fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. Like, let me be the fun Miss Frizzle. Although that's kind of what I leaned into, (laughs) but I remember falling into like, should I be hard? Should I be a yeller? Should I be a softy? Like I didn't know who I was supposed to be. And you know what? You're not going to know when you're first starting a podcast, when you're first starting a YouTube channel, when you're first starting maybe group coaching online and you're teaching the skill that you have or the service that you have inside of you and you're teaching that to other people for the first time when you get that microphone on out into the Internet, you don't know what you're going to be. You don't know what style of teacher you're going to be just yet, but you have to begin to, to figure out 
what kind of formation will happen and what this will evolve into. Right. Nobody likes the newness. We don't like that that feeling of being the new person on the scene or just doing something new. But that newness will never wear off if you're not consistent. Everybody has to start somewhere. But if you keep going, you keep plugging along, that newness will become something that's more seasoned and more experienced over time. And this is digging a little bit into the mindset, which is a whole nother episode, I think. But I have coached, I have seen, I have talked to entrepreneurs who are feeling that newness and they want results quickly. That's not going to happen. And so when you are in this step one, where you want to become a better teacher online and step one is to just start, guess what? You feel like the whole world is looking at you. You feel like you're supposed to have success and results very quickly. I love that Teach While Online is the third business, really the fourth business (laughs) that you and I have started because I'm not afraid to just start anymore because you know what? No one else is really looking at this like you and I are looking at it. Yes, people are listening to the podcast. Yes, people are watching us on Instagram. Not a whole lot right now. Hopefully one day as you listen to this, we've reached millions of downloads. But where we are right now, you just have to start somewhere. And instead of feeling like, I just want to be over the newness, I just want to know what to do, maybe embrace this newness, maybe embrace this formative time to understand that you are on a journey of developing to become a better teacher, which will eventually lead to better sales. But right now, step one is to just start. Just start because this will lead to better teaching. So with that, you have to be willing to overcome failure. Failure is often what keeps people from being consistent. You have this idea, you're you're new on the scene, you want to teach well online, you want to do something, you have these grand ideas and these grand plans and you want to be consistent and then you fail. And you fall down, right? And what's the first thing you should do when you fall down? You should get back up. But a lot of times it's really easy for us to just stay down and to give up and say, you know what? There's other people in this space that if you want to be consistent and you want to teach well consistently, you have to be willing to overcome the failures. When you show up to teach online and you teach consistently, not only will this create, of course, better teaching within you and outside of you, this will also lead to better metrics, which really is a more meaningful change within your business. And that comes right out of what we just talked about with failure. We feel failure quickly. We perceive failure quickly. And so we're more likely to stop and say, you know what? Nobody just listened to my podcast. That must have been a failure. Nobody's buying my course. It must have been a failure. Nobody's liking it. Or you get a bad review and it's, it's, it's a perceived quick failure and then you just stop. What we are saying is if you are consistently teaching and you're consistently putting material out there, you are beginning to form a baseline by which you can actually judge what is working and what's not. A great example of this is with podcasts. Podcast is one of the easiest ways to teach online, but you can't be four podcasts in and throw in the towel and say, nobody's listening to this. Honestly, Becca, how many podcasts do you think you should probably get in before you can actually make a meaningful judgment? 
Oh, dozens and dozens and dozens. Like right. we're not talking about, oh, you get a month in and no one's listening. Let me just throw in the towel. This could also translate to your YouTube channel. Maybe you had started once upon a time and you did four weeks of uh, a weekly episode, but nobody was watching. That's not the key to your measurements of success. Here. Right. Now you could go viral and soar immediately. But the thing about going viral is that will teach you what people are into and what they like from a marketing perspective. But that's not the slow growth. That's not the authentic, okay, what is it that I'm contributing? What do people like? What is working? What isn't working? That's just a flashbang, right? Right. Yeah. No, I'm not interested in viral content. I'm interested in slow, consistent growth, which will, as we're talking about here, give us a more baseline of what our growth looks like. And, and really what this is going to do is it will help you understand what your audience wants. Because as you're growing your podcast, as you're growing your YouTube, as you're growing your maybe lives on Instagram, you're showing up with maybe some some different content buckets that you're speaking on, but you're testing out these, these content buckets, right? There's maybe three things that you're focusing on teaching. And, and as you're going through it, maybe, maybe one of the buckets is interviews. Maybe another is a core concept that you're teaching. And maybe another that you're showing up to talk about are your client wins. And as you're talking about these things, you can start to measure, especially as you get, you know, episodes and episodes in, you can start to measure like, oh, wow, people really listen to this one. People don't care about the, um, the, client that I'm coaching, they actually care about the interview. So I'm going to lean, maybe lean a little bit more into that. You can start to gauge the analytics and the metrics from your teaching, because guess what? You've been consistent enough that you can start to see patterns and you can start to see what people want, which ding, 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 can lead you to a sale of some sort down the road. So yeah, when you show up to teach well online and you are teaching consistently online, not only will this provide you with a better teaching because you are practicing, you are learning and you're just starting it and you're just going and nothing's going to stop you, not even the fear of failure. The next thing is it's going to help you get better metrics for your business. What do people actually care about? What are people listening to? How am I improving? And that's not just going to take four episodes. It's going to take a while. Showing up consistently actually leads to better sales. And your number one reason for showing up online is to earn money. This is what we talked about in episode one of this podcast. We were going through our guiding principles. And yeah, sure. Some of you want to have ancillary concepts to why you're showing up online. Maybe you want to um, help a cause or you want to spread a message. But truthfully, many of us, the core reason that you are listening to this podcast that you want to teach while online is because you want to have better sales on your course, on your services, whatever you're doing online. And so when you are showing up consistently, guess what? This will lead to better sales. People are driven towards proven experience. And experience comes from doing something consistently. Think about products that you go and buy online or books or even courses. You want to go towards the person that has been doing it the longest. Doing it the longest is being consistent. You want to go towards the product that has the most amount of downloads or the most amount of purchases. That is who we typically trust. Think about this. If you show up online, you either have a skill or a service that you're offering. If you have a skill, how did you build that skill? You consistently worked at it. You consistently prepared. It. And so that skill is a product of consistency. If you're offering a service online, you're teaching somebody a service that they can go and apply in their life, you have built that service and the success of that on consistency, on working with people either on a one-on-one capacity or just been doing it for a very long time. 
either way, if you are teaching a skill, if you're teaching a service, those have been built on consistency. So you know what consistency is. Now you need to show up online consistently because the more that you teach online, the more that you're consistent, the more that people will buy from you because they'll trust you. They'll trust you and you'll also be showing them all of your experience and your expertise through your consistent teaching. And I want to really lean into, we've, we've kind of dabbled a little bit on like, oh yeah, this is our, you know, fourth business and blah, blah, blah. But our first business that we began, Little Z Sleep Consulting, um, this business was built and was thriving and is going strong today because of the consistent podcast and or blog content that we share with our audience. This may not quite make sense, but I firmly believe that when you show up with some of your best consistent teaching, people will be banging down the door to pay you for your product. So I wanna talk about how a $29 product ended up bringing us over 2 million in sales. Now, that's a little asterisk here because not everything we sold was $29, but there was our first iteration of my baby sleep training course where this was something I needed to desperately get out of me. I had this message inside and I had coached over 500 people one-on-one. I had shown up consistently for people for years, crafting my message, knowing exactly how to tell you how to get your baby to sleep. I could never have launched a baby sleep training course within my first few months of becoming a sleep consultant. Why? Because all I would have done was regurgitated the information that I was trained in. I wouldn't have made it my own. I wouldn't have taken my own voice, taken my own spin, developed my own methods. There is so much I would have missed. Instead, I showed up consistently to my clients on our podcast, on social media. And when it it was time for me to come out with an online course, it was a no brainer for people. And so when we launched this course, no wonder people were just so willing to give me money for this because they had seen me, heard me and watched me serve for years. Yeah, your consistency led to a course. Yes. It was a long-term goal. You, you might not have seen the, the fruits up front, but your consistency over time led to that moment where you created a course and then you saw the rewards for that. Consistency leads to better sales always, no matter what line of content that you're pouring out, whether that's YouTube, podcast, I don't even want to say TikTok because I'm not even aware of you know what's going on over there, Instagram, any form that you show up and teach consistently online, we can guarantee you that when you're consistent with that, that will lead to better sales. So we just talked about why it's important to be consistent because it'll lead to better teaching, it'll lead to better metrics, and it'll eventually lead to better sales. But let's wrap this up together and go through some tangible tips to make sure that you can stay consistent. So the first thing, have a plan. Have a plan. So if you're podcasting, write down four, eight, 10 episode ideas. So that way, when you sit down and it's time to start teaching and podcasting, you know what you're doing. If you're planning to do an online course, write it down in your calendar, plan a couple weeks out, plan your work to make sure that you can make it happen. So with this podcast, we've done something we've never done before, Chad. Never. I'm so proud of us. We have the entire A to Z list 
written out. So when we sat down to record the first episode on authenticity for letter A, we already knew what our letter Z was going to be. And by the way, I'm just going to put another plug here. If you want a cheat sheet that's going to help you walk through every episode and give you the key takeaways, the action steps, this is absolutely free for you. Head to the show notes and grab our podcast cheat sheet. That's free right now. But when we showed up for this podcast, we already knew the first 26 episodes. And guess what? That helps us stay consistent and gets us excited because we have a plan. And we all know when you have a plan that you know how to attack, it gets you excited to show up. The second tip here is to know your end goal. Who do you want to be and what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to offer? So whether you're starting a YouTube podcast, trying to show up live on social, whatever you're looking to do consistently, you can't just show up and have no idea what you eventually want to offer. What is it that you're guiding people to? Now, you may not know the end goal perfectly right now. When I first started our podcast, I for little Z's, I did not know that we eventually would have courses and digital support. I didn't know that. I started the podcast at that time to lead people to a discovery call to become a client. But the goal can change and the end goal can absolutely shift. So for us right now with this podcast, we know that we want to eventually be teaching workshops, have one-on-one audits. We know that there's a goal for this. But even if that goal right now is to capture lead gens, capture emails, sell an ebook, what is your end goal for your podcast? Because otherwise, you're just going to be beating your head against the wall every time you show up because it's for nothing or it's going to feel like it's for nothing. Right. You're going to show up consistently with no end in sight and it's going to lead to nowhere. The last tip, so have a plan, know your end goal, and then find small areas to change and grow each time that you're consistent. And this plays into consistency is repetition. It's habit. It's rhythm. It's doing the same thing constantly over and over again to get better, right? But we want to be strategic in how we're consistent. So if you know your end goal, you know who you want to be, and you have a plan, then each time you show up to teach or each time you do something, do it better. Find ways to change and to grow yourself. You do not want to see my early videos for any of, uh, for little Z's or any business that we ever start. Like it's embarrassing, right? Like when you first get started on it, but that's going back to the first step is to just start. And so when you are looking to become consistent and this final action piece of watch for areas for change. I know it's painful, but go watch the videos. Go listen to your episodes. What is it that you're like, oh, I could do this better? Write it down. Make sure that that's a part of your learning and growing process. Because if you're consistently showing up week to week or day to day, you have room to grow and to change. The best part about owning your own business is that you are in charge of this. So you, this is a negative part, you may not feel like being consistent. However, If you want to teach while online and make income in this space, consistency makes this a possibility. And you have all of the resources and power within you to be able to show up consistently if this is something that you desire. If you have a plan, if you know your end goal, and you're committed to making changes as you grow. We're going to be here every single week to help you teach well online. And so we want to encourage you to practice consistency by consistently listening to our podcast. We hope it'll help you week after week as you work to teach well. 
Don't forget to scroll down in your podcast app and rate and review. We love hearing how this is reaching you and what impact it can have within your business. And stay tuned because just as we're showing up consistently online for you, we absolutely can't wait to share what next steps we have to take to get into your content. Thanks so much for being here. And remember, everyone can teach while online if they know how.